I'm Jeff Eichler. And I'm Kirsten Rickert. And we are the hosts of the Getting Unstuck podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Does the idea of stress actually stress you out? Chances are you weren't taught how to navigate stress, so you've likely been figuring it out as you go. A little meditation here, maybe some breathing exercises there, uh, but not knowing how to address the issue can add even more stress. And adults aren't the only ones that experience stress. Oftentimes, children develop adaptive coping skills to manage stress that will follow them into adulthood. These skills may or may not have a healthy long-term impact on general well-being. Whether you're an individual looking for guidance or a family seeking some support, join my friend Lynn at ConnectFlowGrow on Instagram or at ConnectFlowGrow.com as she launches her two new exciting memberships, Stress Less Society and Stress Less Family. Through these memberships, Lynn will help you or your family learn how stress affects your lives and healthy ways that you can combat it. Join Lynn's waitlist on my website, stephenmaletto.com, on the front page, or go to stephenmaletto.com slash sponsors. Look for the ConnectFlow Grow logo and select the class you think will help you the most, either Stress Less Society or Stress Less Family. By getting on the waitlist, you'll make sure that you're the first to buy when it opens. Get ready to get your stress under control. Hey, Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is partnering with the John Maxwell Company to bring interviews like Episode 402 with Jason Stoughton, and episode 403 with Jeff Henderson. And also to make you aware of the awesome leadership event called Live to Lead coming October 8th, 2021 to Atlanta, Georgia. Go to l2latl.com for more information. And when you go to check out, use the code K12. Get a special discount. See you there. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Willie Willie Zaylor of Road Trip Nation. This is an awesome conversation. And wait till you hear what Road Trip is all about. So cool. Lots to learn. And uh, thanks for listening. And by the way, it would be so cool if you went to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews and rate and review the podcast. Could you do that? Thanks so much. You're too cool. Enjoy. Hey, do you need help in becoming more effective at teaching virtual classes? Well, NVTA, the National Virtual Teaching Association, has a semester program that is college accredited and designed to help you become more successful as a virtual teacher. A few of the topics that we'll be focused on are Establishing relationships in the virtual environment, virtual instruction best practices, differentiation in the virtual classroom, and managing virtual resources, among others. NVTA is an affiliate partner with Teaching Learning Leading K-12, and there's so much there to help you be successful in the virtual classroom. Uh, so take a look. Go to my website, stephenmaletto.com, slash sponsors, find the NVTA logo, and click on it to take you to their website. Happy learning. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Hey everyone, welcome back. Steve here and I've got with me Willie Wittizaler from uh, Road Trip and uh, we're getting ready to learn a lot about this really cool adventure and uh, learning journey. And uh, so Willie, say hi to everyone. Glad to have you on the show. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, Steve. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here. And uh, before we go anywhere, let, let's let's first do this. Tell us a little bit about Road Trip and uh, Road Trip Nation, and then let's 
talk about you just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you told me you had some fun, uh, searching through our website, trying to unpack it for yourself. I would recommend anybody listening to go to roadtripnation.com and do the same thing um, because it is a bit unique what we do, you know, and it's a, it's a little bit uh, interesting. The best way to sum it up is to say that we take road trips. I don't think that there's any surprise, there, <laughs> but we take road trips to capture empowering and inspiring stories um, in order to give people the confidence and the tools that they need to find a career that matters to them. So it's all based around career exploration. Um, and how we came to this particular model is a pretty interesting story. You know, almost 20 years ago now, uh, there was a group of friends graduating college and they weren't quite ready to jump into the workforce. They didn't know, they didn't feel like the education system had fully prepared them to know themselves well enough to know what they wanted to do for the rest of their lives. So in this moment of kind of panicking and freaking out, like they decided to take a road trip instead of starting their first jobs. And they went around, ended up being on the road for three months, interviewed 80 different people around the country from all different walks of life. Everyone from like a lobster fisherman to actually a Supreme court justice uh, and everything in between different CEOs. It was a really incredible trip. And they just asked them about, you know, their life paths, their career paths. They asked them for advice and guidance and that trip ended up becoming a documentary that aired on public television. And almost immediately after that, they kind of had this great insight to say, you know, we're not the only ones who are asking these questions. Like this is actually a really common thing that a lot of people go through. And as it turns out, go through continuously throughout life. This isn't necessarily only something that happens when you're in your early twenties anyways. Um, so they ended up passing the keys to their RV to another group of kids to say, Hey, your turn, you know, you go do this trip. It helped us. Maybe it'll help you. And that became season one of road trip nations, documentary television series. And we've been airing uh, across the country on public television ever since uh, for 20, almost 20 years. Now we've taken road trip after road trip, every time with a new group of different people. Um, so sometimes we'll do eight, 10 road trips a year. Now we've scaled up. We have a, a fleet of motorhomes, these big bright green motorhomes that say road trip nation on the side. And uh, every year we take another group out to interview different people. And one thing we've started doing more recently is thematic road trips. So what that means is we'll take a group of young people who are interested in say computer science and they'll go out and they'll interview people who work in that field all across the country. Um, same thing with, you know, we did a trip around women in STEM. So we sent three young, young, young women who are interested in the science fields to interview um, inspiring role models, women who had kind of paved the way and, and broke through barriers in, in all these different STEM fields themselves. And every one of these trips turns into another documentary special. Um, now, it's in the, the, where it gets a little bit more interesting is the layer of um, how we got into education. So as, as you've gathered, you know, we've created this, you know, video production model. We're telling these stories, we're making these documentaries, but at some point along the way, um, we realized that a lot of educators were being, were gravitating towards our content and they were using it in the classroom and they were showing their students, you know, what was possible for them in different career paths. And, Ever since then, we've really uh, focused on taking all of this content. And at this point, we've amassed a pretty impressive library. It's uh, thousands, thousands of interviews. I think there's something like 8,000 plus videos wow. in our library now. Wow. All different types of people. And um, so we've, we've really focused on how to 
curate that and bring it to students and, and show young people, you know, not only what's out there, first of all, like bring that exposure to people who may not have um, a lens for what's possible for their futures, but um, show them where their interests can lead them and uh, have, you know, access to these really authentic and vulnerable conversations, you know, pulling the curtain back on what it takes to really kind of build a life around the things that, that you're interested in. Um, because, you know, we've all sort of seen the, uh, the LinkedIn profile version of somebody's career path, right? And it's very yes. tidy and it's very um, well curated. It doesn't seem like they ever had a misstep or ever had an obstacle or anything like that. They just, they got promoted and then they moved on to this, et cetera. And that's something that we're kind of actively trying to say, like, you know, we've done thousands of these interviews and we know that's not the case for almost anybody. Everybody's had roadblocks. Everybody's had twists and turns in their path. And so it's really important to us to get that message out there um, to people who are trying to find their way. And we do it by way of sharing these stories and these interviews, these very um, authentic interviews with people to share their life paths, share their career journeys, how they followed their interests, how they turned that into a livelihood. So, um, yeah, it's, it takes a little while to explain all the context, but uh, I'll just loop back to the beginning and say our website, roadtripnation.com, all of our documentaries are available to watch there. So you can browse them and check them out for yourself. We also have, like I said, all these different tools for resources for people who are looking for careers, ways that they can search based on their interests. And something maybe we'll talk about a little bit more later is um, – we've created a course. So it's an open access educational resource that's on the site as well. So um, educators can go and explore that and see what it looks like. But essentially it's a classroom resource to, to show uh, students how to do an interview, a road trip nation style interview of their own. So it kind of guides them through an introspective uh, journey of, you know, what are they interested in? You know, what, what is something they want to explore a little further? And then it teaches them how to actually reach out, um, get in contact with somebody and, whether virtually or, you know, do an interview in their own local neighborhood, actually talk to someone who's doing something that they aspire to do and, you know, turn those, those insights and that guidance into a little bit more confidence for like how they're going to take their next steps and maybe what they'll study or where they'll, where they'll take those interests from there. That's awesome. I mean, and first I got to say this. Yeah. I spent a lot of time on the website and the f website's fun. I mean, cause it, you got, you got all these great pictures of people smiling on it. They're in these <laughs> giant RVs. And uh, so it's not, and so now I hear you say you got a fleet of them now. So it's not just the one. I was wondering if like, you know, do you have problems cleaning up after some people say, hey, guys, you know, we, we're taking it next. So could you clean up after yourselves or? <laughs> oh, well, even with a fleet of RVs, yes, that is a problem. <laughs> if you think about it, what we're really doing is we're sending like usually college age students, although the age range does change. We've done some older, uh, we've sent trips out with older people. In fact, I'm here to talk to you about one in particular, which I'm sure we'll get to in just a minute. Um, but if you think about it, it's usually college age kids, maybe fresh out of either home or they're, they're out on college and they, they take the RV for a month and then nice. they pass it on to the next group. So we're constantly like, all right, take care of this. It's your temporary home. That's <laughs> you awesome. know, you're passing it on to someone else. So yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I, sorry. I, that's what I wondered about that. I'm like, you know, I, <laughs> you know, because I'm looking at the ages going, yeah, it's got to be an interesting because you're going to have any range, I would think, of uh, thoughts yeah. about the, that, the, the home. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> very cool. So, uh, so yeah, it looks, I mean, it, you got all the different pictures of people posing in front of the RV and such. I mean, it, is, it, is it something that you schedule out ahead of time where they're going or do they just kind of plan where they're going and then you kind of start making contacts as they get there? I mean, how, how does that work? 
Yeah, I think we've really, you know, honed in on a process that works and we plan it as much as possible ahead of time. And maybe this is the first of probably many life metaphors that'll come out (laughs) over the course of this conversation, but you plan as much as possible and then the road is going to throw some twists and turns in your path. But, you know, we work with each new group of road trippers to figure out who they want to talk to, where they are, set up these interviews. And when we take off, we have a schedule, you know, we're going to be in Dallas on Tuesday uh, and interview people on Wednesday, and then we're going to move to Houston and then New Orleans or whatever. Um, But then, like I said, things change, schedules change, um, weather, you know, whatever (laughs) happens. And we always end up kind of having to, to shift and change as, as the trip goes along too. That's, that's very and cool. You want to leave things open for, you know, discovery too. You know, sometimes someone will recommend something and that will absolutely change the route. I was on a trip once where we weren't planning on going to St. Louis, but uh, an interviewee in Chicago said, Hey, you got to go down there and meet so-and-so. And we ended up just changing the whole route to do it. And it turned out to be one of the best days of the trip. So you got to be open to that kind of thing. That's cool. I just, I just, this, this is just uh, what an awesome, uh, you know, uh, however it works out in your, your path that you're doing yourself, you know, just kind of like a, it would be a neat little detour to, to be able to experience this, I would think. I mean, most of them, I mean, do they come from all over? They come from main areas. I mean, I, I noticed on, on the website where there's, you know, if you're interested, there's a way to apply and, and get involved. And I, I, did, I mean, they just kind of come from our, all over or what? All over. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've been doing it for long enough now where at a certain point it became very this idea of equity and access just became such a driving force for us to be really intentional that this uh, wasn't just for a, you know, a, um, a privileged few, right? So we take the time to get these opportunities out to as many people as possible. And like I mentioned, we do trips based on different themes. So, um, you know, based on that theme, we'll get, we'll work with local organizations. We'll obviously do all kinds of whatever social media marketing we can do, et cetera, to get the opportunity out to say, Hey, this isn't, you know, a scam. We really want to take you on this trip um, and get applications from anyone, from anyone, anywhere who might be interested in this kind of trip. Um, Because we're not looking for uh, people who want to be famous. We're not looking for reality TV stars. We're looking for real people who really could benefit from this kind of experience. That's what's really important to us. Um, so yeah, not, you don't necessarily have to be an actor or a journalist or anything. In fact, we're looking for, um, in the case of the trip that I'm excited to talk to you about, um, we, we sent a group of teachers out on an experience kind of like this. It's a little bit different with this case, which I'll explain. Um, but we were really just looking for teachers who genuinely wanted to, uh, go on this type of experience and, and have these types of conversations. That was the most important thing. Very cool. This is yeah, it's such a neat uh, idea because before we get into the, the subject about the teachers, I mean, just the thought of uh, looking at the different career fields, you know, generating different paths and stuff just like that. I mean, you know, it's funny because like, you know, it was a while ago, but at the same time, I, I still remember, you know, when I was thinking about different career paths, some of it was basically because these are thoughts that I had. I mean, I wanted to be for a while. I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been a avid Spider-Man fan for ages. I wanted to draw comic book characters for a while. I used to do that. And, you know, the only thing is, I, you know, the muscles are in certain places and stuff like that. And I really didn't want to follow those rules. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like uh, artists, friends of mine would say, you know, <laughs> and I go, well, you know, oh, right, whatever, you know, and, um, you know, and then I wanted to be a, uh, a veterinarian and, uh, you know, neat thing about that. My dad got me a summer unpaid job with a 
because <laughs> so I was like 12. I was somewhere around 13. And so I worked with a veterinarian that he knew during the summer. Cool thing. I got to see a horse born. Um, and, wow. uh, but I also got to see animals die. And that's so why I was like, I, I can't get through Bambi or Dumbo, man. What the heck? What? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be good for me. And then I thought about, I want to fly jets, be a jet fighter type thing. And, uh, and I uh, kind of forgot about the thing about, uh, you know, getting sick on roller coasters and, you know, seasick on, it's like, you know, those things kind of fly all over the place. So I, um, so I ended up becoming an officer in the army on the ground, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, it's any types of experiences that you can have, though, that help you, you know, kind of, you know, identify different careers. Because, I mean, it, as a note, even today, I still go, how'd they, how'd they get that job? You know, where, where'd they find out about sure. that one? And this is, this is really cool stuff. So it's, it's awesome. So, so let's kind of shift into uh, um, what's your, uh, what you're talking about. I mean, because, you know, now I, I, my career field, I've been 34 years as a public educator and uh, in the state of Georgia and uh, enjoy it. There's nothing better than working with kids and, uh, and teachers and principals and community members and families and all kinds of stuff. And um, I like to say that uh, I think uh, teachers are future makers and they're the, they help uh, kids achieve their dreams. And so um, tell us a little bit about this new, new uh, adventure you got going here. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, just like the story you were just telling of not only your path to becoming an educator, which, you know, I just got a sense of some of the different chapters and <laughs> twists and turns that led to that. But you say 34 years, you know, how much wisdom and experiences you've, you've gained through that, I'm sure. Um, that really was the seed of an idea to essentially do one of our road trip nation road trips, all focused on teachers, educators of all kinds. And so we were really excited because after all these years working in education, really building this um, affinity in this network of awesome educators who um, were teaching Rotermation in a classroom. And I can't tell you how many times we heard like, hey, when are you going to let the, the teachers do their own trip? And uh, <laughs> so it just felt like the, the right, the next thing to do. And um, so it was awesome that we got the opportunity. And essentially what we honed in on, what we sought out to do was just really first acknowledging that so many teachers um, who are so driven you know, to the profession uh, called to it um, for all these different reasons, like you say, future makers, you know, educating the next generation. There's, there's so much that goes um, behind that. Um, but there is this central question of like someone like you, you know, what does it take to stay in the teaching profession? And um, beyond that, like, what does it take for teachers to find their voice as an educator, to harness their skills, to harness their powers in it, to persist, to really find success kind of on their own terms. And so we had the concept of like, hey, let's dig into that by way of finding a group of young teachers, young, I'll use that term relatively just to say like maybe early in their career. And, you know, people who are who are passionate about it um, and yet maybe they are struggling to maintain their motivation or their commitment, or maybe they're struggling under the weight of this moment and all the challenges that are coming with it. Um, and maybe some of the just broader conditions beyond their control. You know, there's a lot on your shoulders as an educator, right? Yes, I mean, you, yes. you dig into it on this podcast all the time. And I think uh, what we instantly realize is we could send a group like that out to interview some rock star teachers and imagine what those conversations would be like, right? And when I say rock star teachers, I mean like looking for guidance and insight, motivation from people who have found lasting fulfillment. Right. right. Um, talk to them about their paths. How do they do it? How are they thriving in their careers? So that was the idea. That was the mission. And then uh, 2020 happened. 
I mean, it threw out a huge curveball at yeah. us, at everybody, but it's us as a group that travels, you know, um, we, we pretty immediately, two things came up. One, we're not going to hit the road. Uh, that's just not feasible. And two, now is more important than ever that we tell these stories. I mean, of all the people being impacted, um, educators, teachers, and students, I mean, it was just such a important time. It just elevated the uh, urgency of the conversation. So we were just about to hit the road on this teacher road trip when uh, everyone was quarantined. Um, so we, we pivoted into creating uh, essentially a virtual community hub, uh, which is just like the term that we started using for a website that we built um, around a similar concept. And what we ended up doing is um, because we weren't taking a road trip, we were able to broaden the opportunity out a little bit. And instead of just selecting three educators to come and live in the motorhome, um, we selected seven different people out of the big group that had applied for the road. And um, they conducted a series of interviews uh, across the country, some of them virtually across, you know, over Zoom, some of them in person. We actually filmed it in a socially distant way. Um, but we, we, we went through with the intention of facilitating these conversations. Um, we just did it without the road trip element. And, uh, so this virtual hub is, uh, I'll just say the URL now I'm, I'm hoping maybe you'll have a link to it somewhere oh, yes. for listeners to find, but, um, roadtripnation.com slash community slash teachers. And that's a place where you'll see the product of everything that we worked on. Um, you'll be able to see the videos of who the educators are that I was saying who are kind of earlier in their career, little bios on kind of what they're dealing with, what they're navigating right now and who they spoke to. So they, they spoke to a, a series of, of awesome, like I said, rock star, um, inspirational uh, educators and had some really powerful conversations. And we have that and a bunch of other kind of resources for educators all built up on this on this website now. So it's something that we've dedicated a lot of time and energy into over the last year. So I'm really excited to have out there as a resource. Oh, that, that's so cool. We got, uh, and, and so th this brings to mind a whole new thing because yeah, that would be interesting if you had set out on the uh, path and then suddenly everyone starts talking about COVID and then you, then you could have had a whole 1970s uh, TV show where they're lost in the you know, RV that they can't go back or something. <laughs> uh, that, what a what a neat thing! What you know? Because there are so many different. Uh, I mean, the stories that you must run into. I just can't uh, can't imagine because uh, across the United States, I mean, there's any number of things that we have in common or that are differences. And uh, and then there's things that uh, you know, as far as it goes in education, that uh, you know, it, it's kind of like what you said earlier when you were talking about the. Uh, um, the idea that like when you looked on LinkedIn or, uh, you know, my favorite is like Instagram where everybody's extremely wealthy and owns a yacht or something, but, uh, <laughs> you know, LinkedIn where everything's perfect. There's no little blips in their, uh, in their path and, and talking with teachers, it, it'd be interesting to hear, um, those types of things that have, you know, either lessons that they learned, they found out along the way, or, um, you know, you know, some people had two, three other careers and then they decided to teach. So interesting. Exactly. Stuff. Hey, Steve here, and my podcast, Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, is hosted on Podbean. If you use my affiliate link when you sign up for podcast hosting, you will get one month free. I've been on Podbean for the whole existence of my podcast since November of 2013. In that time frame, I've had nonstop service. I've had easy access to assistance when I needed help. I've been able to upload unlimited pictures and podcast episodes. The dashboard is easy to use, and my Podbean community has grown tremendously. 
Looking at starting a podcast? Well, use my affiliate link to get one month free of hosting. Go to my website at stephenmaletto.com slash sponsors and click on the Podbean hosting link to see what plans are offered and choose the one that you like the best. You'll be glad you did. And speaking of, you know, we were able to interview a good handful of awesome people and all those videos are up on the website, but we really did want to make this scalable and accessible to as many educators as possible. Now, obviously we're not going to be able to film <laughs> interviews with everybody, but <laughs> even, you know, someone like you, someone like I'm sure uh, your, your audience, um, have a lot of stories to tell. I mean, I personally, from doing this, this work for so many years, I, I believe everybody has, a, has something to learn from. Everybody's story is full of, of things that, that can impact others who are, who are trying to find their way. So with that in mind, also on this hub page, you'll find a link to share your road and essentially share your own story. And um, that's a way that you can just submit your own story and your own advice and it will become, you know, one of the, the results in there as any other educator comes to this page looking for some more guidance or some, some uh, inspiration. So, yeah, I, I encourage you or anyone listening who um, I'm sure has those uh, awesome lessons in their own experiences and their path to go and, and share your road on this path, on this page as well. Um, you'll be prompted through it. It's a pretty quick thing. You know, it's, it's just essentially answering a few questions, um, filling out a profile. And, uh, you know, I keep saying this site is for educators and it, it obviously is, but I also, um, we also are targeting, you know, aspiring educators can come to this site as well and learn from all these different stories and all this different advice. So that's another kind of point for getting your stories submitted in there as, as something that, that uh, an aspiring educator could come and read and learn from. That's very cool. That's, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, um you know, this is a, a side note, you know, you, you talk with people all the time and, and some do have reservations because this is a side note. There's, there's nothing better than uh, the, the day that you first, not when you're a student teacher, not when you're doing an internship, but the day when you're in that classroom and that's your day, you're the teacher <laughs> and there is nobody else who's in charge of that classroom, but you, <laughs> and uh, you know, what that's like until you experience it. <laughs> And especially if you're 24 years old or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's something that came up in a lot of these conversations. I remember hearing a lot of these teachers talk about um, the preparation that they did or did not have for the reality <laughs> of that first day, that right. first year, that first couple of years. Um, and really recognizing that there's often a bit of a gap there. I, I, that sounds very familiar. I can imagine, because that's one of the things that, uh, you know, most most people tell those stories. I, had, you know, I was someone who had a great experience with during student teaching, and I had a veteran teacher who was very much wanting to be involved and helping and so forth, and, and it, it really helped me tremendously for that first day. But I'll never forget the first day. The first day, uh, um, now, this makes me very vintage, by the way, because I'm about to mention some technology that's a very old school. But, uh, um, but we had, I had, I was all set for all kinds of things that day. I was going to show a little film clip from, uh, um, about the Ganges river. We we're going to talk about civilization developing in that area. And so I had this movie projector, <laughs> um, that had the big reel on it, ready, ready to go. And I had a, right. uh, wow. Yeah. You like old that real film projection. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's great. And, uh, then I had a, uh, overhead projector all set with a map on it of, uh, where, where it was pointing to. And basically this is what happened as I'm standing at the door, like, we're supposed to do you're standing at the door greeting the students as they're walking in and uh for some reason this child who i got to know very well who was 
rather entertaining, let's just put it that way. He decides to do these. He, they, I, I still love, love them today, but 10th graders are awesome. They're, that's the age group I really like to teach. You know, they, typically they're 15 to 16 years old and they're, they're just a blast because they've, they've kind of gotten over being ninth graders and figuring out all the weird stuff going on in their lives. But they're not seniors who know everything. <laughs> and, and they'll, they'll be goofy with you. They like to, you know, you know, ask questions and, and, uh, you know, get involved in whatever, uh, um, type of activity you got going on in the class. And they, you know, it, it, it's, they're fun. It's a fun age to work with. Well, he decides to do a, uh, uh, a backflip into the classroom. Hey, I'm so-and-so. And he does this backflip and he lands it pretty good, except that when he takes a step backwards, he, he, um, he, the, outlets right there where the overhead projector is plugged in. He trips over the cord, makes oh, the overhead no. projector fall over, which breaks the glass on it. And I'm like, nice. And so he, he's all apologetic. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, didn't, I was just trying to be goofy. And, and I said, not a problem. We can fix this. A teacher rescued me from next door. Then when I go to start class, we get everybody in there. The, uh, the screen falls off the wall when I go to show the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Thank you very much. So we got the Broken projector, screen falling off the wall. Yeah, good stuff, you know. So that's, talk about something making you uh, not as uh, nervous anymore. <laughs> Once you had to deal with stuff like that. that was the first day? First day, yes. That was my first oh day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, uh, well, that is exactly the, the, the metaphor I was bringing up earlier. The, you, you can have a plan, but then, you know, <laughs> the things are going to get thrown in your way. So you got to react. Very much so. And that's, that's what you had to do. Plan, plan B comes into place. And uh, just as a note, that's when you're, you find out that there are some teachers that you'll work with that'll rescue you right off the bat. What was that noise? Oh, you need some help. Oh, not a problem. And, you know, he brought me his overhead projector. And, uh, and anyway, it's just, uh, it, it's learning from day one. <laughs> so, good stuff. Well, I, I actually love where, where you just took it at the end there, finding teachers who will rescue you, you know. Uh, I think there's a reason why we ultimately called this the teacher's community hub is we, we realized what we were building was a community of shared knowledge and shared experiences, you know, not in that like literal tangible sense of like teacher in the next classroom is going to come over and help you with your projector. But yeah, maybe in, in sort of a, a broader sense, just a, a place where we can facilitate these conversations that um, that so many educators are, are needing to have, maybe lacking the, the connections, maybe lacking the, um, the excuse, you know, to say like, Hey, can I sit down with you for, for an hour and, and talk about your life? Uh, it's not like the, the most organic thing to come up. So we were excited to foster a place where educators could kind of share their, their stories with each other. Excellent stuff. So how does this, how does it all come together? I mean, it's like you have the hub and I'm going to make sure that all these, I have a show notes page and I um, put information out through social media. So there'll be places where they can find all these links and stuff. So, I mean, how is it all, put together and ready to be out there or are you still doing participating in this adventure? Uh, it's all put together. The page is, is up there now. You can see everything that we've produced. Like I said, you could add your own story and you'll see, you know, there's a search bar on there. You can search by any keyword. You could search uh, anything from the word kindergarten to the word stress and see anybody who mentioned being stressed or anybody mentioned working with kindergartners, you know? Um, so I definitely, first of all, encourage educators to go and explore what's up there. A couple of things I didn't mention. We've partnered with, uh, education week on this project. So Very they, cool. um, simultaneously, they put out a special report, um, kind of in parallel to this project. And you'll find that there, you'll find a bunch of links to free, um, open, 
uh, EdWeek articles that they that they gave access to alongside this, and other resources for educators, um, uh, resources for aspiring educators who are interested in like learning more about how to get into the profession, as well as if I could for a quick second back up and say there's a link there um, for our course. And that's a place that um, for anybody out there who's interested in bringing road information to the students that they serve, um, that I would definitely encourage you explore a little bit more. Um, because essentially what we've designed there is um, a pretty, it could be a totally self-guided uh, experience. It could be something facilitated. It's kind of like an accordion, you know, you can, you can have a student jump in there for 20 minutes or you can make it last for a month if you wanted to spread it out and deeper dive on it. But essentially it brings all of what we've learned on the road in terms of doing the, the, the journeys of self-discovery that we've learned to foster, bringing that into the classroom for a student to kind of take the time to explore their interests and explore our interview archive and try and figure out a little bit more of what they want to do with their lives. And then, like I mentioned earlier, ultimately build their own project and do their own interview. So I just wanted to mention that that course is also on this site too. So the page overall is obviously something directed as a resource for educators, but because, you know, we've, for all these years, we've been really serving and, and building tools for um, young people to find their way. Um, we wanted to make sure and include that too, since we know one of the things that um, our, our relationship with educators has been like over the years, is like, you really are the conduit for us to two students, you know, um, obviously we're on public television. We have, um, you know, all we have our videos on YouTube, et cetera, but it's really the teachers that end up being the champions that, um, are, are invested in helping these young people find their way. Right. So, uh, definitely really value that and, and appreciate anybody who sees road trip nation and is like, ah, you know what? I, I have young people that could really benefit from this. And so I would point you to our course and, and see if that's something that, that you think your students would benefit from. That's cool. I think they'd benefit tremendously. And, it, you know, it's one of the really cool about this modern era, obviously, is that, you know, here we are as an example. I mean, I wish I'd had this equipment back when I was, uh, uh, in, you know, teaching in the classroom because it had been so cool to have, uh, you know, to work with kids and understand how to have podcasts and all that sort of stuff. Well, doing interviews and getting advice from people who've done, you know, thousands, uh, thousands upon thousands of interviews. And uh, what a cool thing because, uh, you know, there's that what a neat world. So that's cool that you had that course for them. Very nice. So I gotta, gotta ask, have you run into any, a couple of stories that just kind of stick out as ones that you'll remember? Oh, out on the road? Yes. You know, I've had the good fortune to connect with several representatives from Kitcaster, a podcasting booking agency. They reached out to me on behalf of their clients who want to spread the word about their book, their story, their ideas, their businesses, and so much more. Kitcaster has been such a pleasure to work with, and I always enjoy working with their clients. Now, Kitcaster is an affiliate partner with Teaching Learning Leading K-12, which is really cool. And, and I got to ask you, have you been wanting to tell your story on podcasts? Podcasts are a great way to grow your personal and business brand. If you're an expert in your field, have a unique story to share, or an interesting point of view, it's time to explore the world of podcasting with Kitcaster. Go to kitcaster.com slash TLLK12 or go to my webpage at stephenmaletto.com slash sponsors, click on the Kidcaster logo, and apply for a special offer for just the friends of Teaching Learning Leading K-12. Oh my gosh, so many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, it's a good question. It's a big question. Oh, where do I start? I, um, I'm lucky to have been able to actually be on the RV behind the camera on a lot of these road trips. So I have 
zigzagged the country multiple times. Um, I've been to 49 of the 50 nice. states. Nice. Um, yeah. I haven't been to North Dakota for some reason. Our route just never took us to North Dakota. I've been all the way across South Dakota, but the whole time I was like, man, so close. Um, we did a whole road trip in Hawaii, by the way, I was very lucky to get on the camera crew. And if you mm. want to talk about stories, man, we saw volcanoes and humpback whales and wow. uh, all kinds of awesome stuff there. Um, I mean, here's, here's, here's one that comes to mind going back to what we were saying about, you have a plan. And then you have to be ready to change. Oh, <laughs> we were pulling into and not in a bad way. This is in the best possible cool. way. We had driven all day across Wyoming. And if anybody's driven across Wyoming before, you know that it's a whole lot of nothing, like nothing. Like you're you're passing some towns that, that are population 800 and then you'll drive 200 miles and <laughs> before you see another service station. Nice. And um, we were exhausted. It was hot. And we finally got to. Jackson Hole, which is on the uh, western border, and it's a beautiful place. The Grand Teton Mountains are there. It's incredible, um, but we were exhausted, so we were just going to head to our campsite for the night and go to sleep, um, but as we pulled into town, literally after driving you know, 500-plus miles all day, we were at a stoplight, and the car next to us, we get this a lot because we drive a big, bright green RV. <laughs> right. it, it attracts a lot of attention. I can imagine. The car next to us is like honking and waving. And so we kind of pop out the window and we're like, hey, how's it going? And he says, uh, you guys going to the pig wrestling? And we're like, what? What did you just say? He's like, he, he was just assumed that this big bright green RV, we must be headed to the pig wrestling tournament. Nice. And we didn't even know what that was. But right there in the moment, we thought, hey, let's go. We're, we said, hey, we'll follow you. Show <laughs> us where to go. And so we ended up following this car. Um, and it turned out to be uh, what seems like maybe the event of the year in that town because there were hundreds of people there in the fairgrounds gathered in grandstands. Uh, immediately we, we said, hey, can we sign up to, to be a part of this? And they were like, are you kidding me? The, the sign-up list has been full for months. Uh, and <laughs> we, uh, we ended up watching as, um, I don't know if, if anyone out there has ever heard of pig wrestling or seen it, but literally they, they, they grease up a pig and you go into a pen with it and you try to get it into a, into a, uh, a pin, a pen. And, uh, it's pretty wild and it's pretty messy and it's pretty crazy. And they had age ranges. So it started with little piglets and, uh, first graders chasing piglets around. And then as the pigs got bigger, the, the people got bigger until there was, you know, 200 pound men trying to chase down a 400 pound pig and it was uh, pretty entertaining. So that was the kind of thing of like, you know, you'll never forget the day that you thought you were too tired to go on and you wanted to go to sleep, but you end up at a, at a pig wrestling tournament. That's awesome. <laughs> what a good story, especially because I love the part that you said, big green uh, RV. Of course, we should go on to the pig wrestling. <laughs> nice yeah. nice yeah, assumption. Exactly. That's cool stuff. So so let's uh, kind of tie some of this together here real quick, because we got, uh, so the, you got the Road Trip Nation website, and, and at the website, you got the, uh, the place where if they'd like to uh, um, learn more, find out about uh, future trips and all that, they can go there. But you also have the teacher community. And can you give that URL again? Absolutely. It is roadtripnation.com slash community slash teachers. Appreciate that. I'll have that as well as the main uh, URL in the, the show notes. And uh, so if somebody wanted to reach out to, to you, Willie, or to somebody else specifically that they've heard, do they have a way of doing that? Yeah. I mean, on our website, you could find a contact us 
um, as well as a place to sign up for our newsletter. And I think that's a great way to just keep in, in touch with us and keep up with new road trip opportunities and new videos. Um, so I, that's where I'd point you to, to learn more about road trip. Excellent. Excellent. So I'll make sure that's all in the show notes as well. And so one of the things, I mean, this is just uh, really cool. So right right now, I want to remind them also that they can uh, go in there and and uh, include their stories in your, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, um, that has a special place or just in that community? It's in the community hub. You'll see a, you'll see a button there to share your road. Gotcha. Very cool. So I encourage people to do that because that's one of the things that, uh, you know, whether it's you're brand new, I got to tell you, some, some of the stories start first thing you see. <laughs> start signing the paperwork all the way to, uh, um, well, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. That's an interesting day. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, you just never know, but I got to tell you just one of the cool things that happens. And, and I would think that most teachers, most educators have these stories, which what's really neat is that, you know, in education, one of the things that you, you don't really get a, uh, you may not get a feel for until down the road when you're someplace like in the Grand Tetons or you're, you're at Disney world, or you're at, you're, you're, you're just someplace. And someone says, Mr. Mileto, you know, or, or whatever your name is. And you go, Hey, and they go, Hey, I don't know if you remember me or not. And that is the coolest feeling when someone says that, because usually that's followed up by you're my world history teacher, or you're my math or science teacher or English or whatever, you know, not to leave anybody out. We got, and, uh, you know, and it's, uh, that's so cool. And it's, there's, you can't explain that to someone who's starting out brand new that just down the road. Now, sometimes it gets a little annoying, especially when you're like in your bathing suit and you're like, Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is so funny you say that as an example, because I once was at a gym in my hometown in a hot tub, <laughs> nice. and I realized I was sitting in across from my fourth grade teacher, and I had to do the same thing. I was <laughs> like, awesome. Mrs. Butler, uh, hi, I, you were my teacher in fourth grade. So um, that's, that's a real example. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Because that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I'm at a, a water park and I, and my family's with me and we go down the slide and at the bottom of it, I, as we're coming out the bottom, I just said to my wife, I said, um, the person at the end of this is someone who I used to teach. <laughs> and, and sure enough, they said, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and uh, it was funny. I made them promise they didn't see me in my swimsuit. So. Amazing. <laughs> so funny. That's so cool that you have a story like that. Oh, yeah. Hey, my fourth grade teacher. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Willie, this is this is so cool. I can't uh, can't wait to uh, um, see this all out and go visit some more of those uh, some more of the website and watch some more of the documentaries and things. And that's that's this is awesome what you guys are doing. Um, so, what I'd like to do real quick is I have a couple questions that I like to ask my guests, and uh, one of them goes like this: When you personally have so much going on that you're starting to get overwhelmed, and you might feel like quitting, how do you not quit? What do you do? Yeah, well, there are, you know, as you can imagine in this line of work, especially I've, I've talked to so many different people about their life paths and gotten advice from them. There's just a a ton of advice that I've gotten over the years that I will never forget. And one in particular that I think has meant the most, one of the things that have meant the most to me was uh, talking to someone once who, uh, I remember we talked about feeling lost and feeling, um, overwhelmed, like you use that word overwhelmed, uh, and unsure where we were heading and just like all this sort of stress that comes with that. And he, uh, he said something I'll never forget. He said, well, if you're not lost, then you're not much of an explorer. And I really had to think about that. And what that means to me, what that's meant to me over the years is really reframing what it means to, uh, what it means when you feel lost. 
um, that it doesn't necessarily mean you're you're helpless and uh, that all, all hope is lost, that it might actually mean that you are pushing yourself out beyond what you know, which means you're growing and you're learning. And when I say it's been important to me is, um, is just reminding myself, you know, that I don't, I don't ever want to stop learning. I don't ever want to stop trying new things, but what that comes with is the discomfort of being outside of what you know. And so I, I still, that was almost 10 years ago that I had that conversation. I still, to this day, I am trying new things, you know, whether it's something like podcasting or whatever it is. And um, I get overwhelmed and I get freaked out and I get tired. And then that quote pops back into my mind and I'm like, you know what? I think uh, this is, I just need to remember that um, I'm pushing myself and that's a good thing. I'm growing, I'm exploring, you know, if you're not lost, then you're not much of an explorer. So for me, that's just a way to reframe that and to stay motivated to think, yeah, getting lost is, is a good thing. In a way, it's kind of like a fountain of youth. You know, you, this is the way to stay curious and to, to keep growing. Love it. What an awesome answer. I love that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, last question for you. And, and actually what's going to happen is not really, cause I got one, I got something else I got to ask you about the trip before we, <laughs> oh, great. Okay, yeah. but the, uh, uh, so kind of sort of my last question, uh, do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given the chance to say, thank you? I absolutely do. When I was fresh out of high school, I really did not know what I was going to do with my life. And so I started kind of casually taking my general education classes from community college. That was one of my first moves. Um, and I, to be totally honest with you, I, I didn't do very well in high school. Um, and so when I took my um, assessment tests, I had to retake high school English and community college. So that could have been a pretty discouraging moment for me, you know, uh, as I'm sure most young people to think, oh, like here I am, I'm out of high school, but I have to retake English. And my English professor that I got, I couldn't have been luckier because uh, his name was Steve Leone and he uh, absolutely uh, just knew how to get me engaged and invested and excited and interested. Uh, obviously, so I went into ultimately uh, video production, you know, I've been making documentaries all these years and I, I give him a lot of credit for that because one of the first things he did was probably a bit, uh, out of the box is he showed us the film, um, American beauty <laughs> and he, he, it turns out by the way, uh, speaking of interesting teachers, multidimensional teachers, he, uh, he also on the side was the president of the local film festival. So he was just a film buff. Oh, wow. Um, but he showed us this film and he taught us how to interpret the themes of the movie, uh, based off of like different, uh, symbolism and, and different shots. And I was immediately like, this is incredible. This is something I love. And it was his way. It was his path to help us like learn to interpret literature. And it worked for me a million percent. And um, I mean, in fact, years later, this is when you say, how would I thank him? I would show him documentaries that I have made. I would show him that I co-authored Road Trip Nation's book, Roadmap, which was a New York Times bestseller. You know, uh, this kid who, who um, at the time maybe wasn't showing the most promise, you know, at the time had been coming into community college without much uh, writing skills whatsoever. And I think he lit a spark um, that, that led to me uh, becoming successful in a, in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, I would definitely want to make sure he knew that. In fact, I, I should, I should find him and tell him. That's so cool. What a, it's, it's really neat. I am glad you shared that with us. Thank you so much, Willie. That was awesome. Yeah. They, great question. They, uh, you know, it's, uh, what a neat thing. I, you know, just as a side note, you just mentioned something that, uh, you got to tell us more about. So road trip nation has a book and you co-wrote wrote it. 
Absolutely. Yes. Uh, you know, there's so much to talk about. I end up, things slip through the cracks. Um, it's called Roadmap, the full title, Roadmap, the Get It Together Guide for Finding Your Path. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's honestly a distillation of everything that we've learned on the road for the last 20 years. You know, at a certain point, um, we started finding common themes and you know, just like the, if you're not lost quote, you know, certain quotes that just really stand out. And uh, we wanted to just boil it down in a way that was really um, digestible and, and could help people. So we we put it together in this book, Roadmap. Um, so that's another thing you could find on our site, or you could just Google Roadmap, Road Transformation, and you'll find uh, our book. And yeah, I, I was a co-author. Technically, it was a, it was a group of us that put it together because Road Trip Nation's been, you know, a collaborative effort on the part of so many people over the years. So uh, I was very lucky to be part of a team that got to brainstorm and go through all the footage and find all the advice and, and boil that down in a way that that hopefully, you know, we could share as much as possible with people. That's so cool. That is so awesome. Uh, well, it's been awesome talking to you today about Road Trip Nation, about the project you got going on with uh, Focus on Teachers. And uh, and I'm guessing that uh, it'd be nice to, to, to remind people that they can go to your website and go to that, uh, the uh, hub, the community hub, and leave their stories there for you guys, right? Exactly. I encourage everybody to. I, I'm excited to see new stories being added all the time. That's so cool. Well, thanks for joining us today, Willie. This has been exciting. I, I love this. I, this is, what a cool and neat adventure, and you've been associated with it a long time, and I wish you all the best in everything that you're doing, and what a great... Uh, what a neat purpose. And uh, it, with the adventure of the big green RVs all the way to the, the books and helping people think about career paths, as well as uh, being able to do shout outs towards teachers and their and chosen career paths. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I love this conversation too. This is great. So I really appreciate it. I appreciate all these awesome questions and the chance to, to bring this message out to your audience and hopefully some more educators out there who can benefit from these stories and can share their own stories with us. So thank you. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.